Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. This podcast is for ambitious women who work in property and construction, who want to learn how to have a career they love on their terms. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Hello, thank you for joining me for another episode of Building Up Women in Property. Now, today we are talking about why being good at your job isn't enough. And I know that this is not a popular concept. No one wants to hear that being good at your job goes unrecognized. But I think it's such an important conversation to have because when we actually understand why our performance in our current role is not necessarily an indicator of our promotion opportunities and our progression pathway, it allows us to make informed decisions about our progression opportunities, around our career pathway, and how we will achieve what we want in our career. So it's not all doom and gloom. We will also talk about how you can have more impact and more influence and create that career trajectory that you want. But I want to go right back to the beginning, to our childhoods, and actually explore this idea. Because for most of us, we are brought up being told we should go to school, we should get good grades, we should do well, we should be top performers, and that will set us up on a pathway for success. Now, girls typically outperform boys academically throughout their high school years. And women have shown time and time again that we are great at academics. We perform really well. We are great at taking knowledge, applying it, sitting exams and performing well in that environment. But we can all see that young women's academic performance does not translate into women in leadership. Somewhere along the way, Women just do not reach those levels of senior leadership, despite generally having stronger academic results. So where is this disconnect? Why is it that we do so well at school, we perform so well at uni, but it doesn't necessarily translate into paid positions of leadership or authority? And a lot of that is down to systemic and institutionalised issues that we have, but it also comes down to how we as women, perceive ourselves and how we perceive our work. And I think the underlying assumption that we have from being young girls who have tried really hard to perform well is that we will be recognised in the workplace for the good work we do in the same way we are recognised for getting a good mark on a paper. And I think one of the fundamental beliefs that women tend to have is that we will be recognised for our good performance, and that that will be rewarded. And sadly, that is just not the case in the real world. And I know I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but the sooner we realise that our brains, our knowledge, our skills, our experience, that is actually a commodity. And the sooner we recognise that, the sooner we can monetize that more effectively and we can be rewarded and compensated for the performance that we deliver. And we can show up to conversations around pay, around remuneration, around bonuses and KPIs in an empowered and impactful way that positions ourselves to maximise our earning potential. And it's so important that we do because no one is ever going to tap you on the shoulder and just say, hey, I think we should pay you more, right? You need to be advocating for yourself. You need to be your own champion for this because there is nothing altruistic about earning less than you are capable of earning. 
it doesn't benefit anyone. And the truth is, as women, it's taboo to talk about salaries. We don't like talking about money. We don't like asking for more. But the truth is, we want to earn more money, not because it's a reflection of our worth, but because it allows us to do more things. The more money you have, the more money you're putting into your communities, the more money you are setting your children up for, the more opportunities and experiences you can have and those around you can have. And money in the hands of women flows into communities. And that's why it's so important that we are commanding a salary that is reflective of the work we do and the outcomes that we achieve. So shifting from that takes me to the second point, which is we need to understand what is valuable. Now, you can be brilliant at your job, but you can be focused on things that are not creating value to your organization. And this was a real wake-up call for me several years back when I was working in a consultancy. And for those of you that have had that experience, the, the typical expectation is that you're at least 3Xing your salary in billable hours. And I was achieving that, but I was working some big hours. And I was looking around at some of my peers who were billing similar amounts and they weren't working as hard as I was. And it caused me to question, what's the difference here? Why are they generating the same revenue but working less? Is it that they have more knowledge or more skills or are more competent or they're just faster at doing this than I am? And when I stepped back and looked at it, what I realised was I was dotting every I and I was crossing every T. I approached every aspect of my work with the view of what if I was hit by a bus tomorrow? I wanted someone to be able to step in and pick it all up and run with it. So I left no stone unturned. I filed every email, every correspondence, minuted every call. And honestly, if you had gone in and looked at it, if I'd been audited on every project, I would never have failed. I would never have lost a point for anything. But the problem with that is I was investing so much time in not only delivering projects and delivering the outcomes for my clients, but I was doubling the time required because I was meticulous about my administration. And the truth is, a lot of the work I was doing was busy work. It wasn't impactful. I could have dumped all my emails in a folder and done a quick search to find something when I needed it instead of renaming and dating every email. And so the result was I was spending so much of my time on this busy work that made me think I was doing an outstanding job, but the truth is no one else cared. No one else ever went back and looked at that work and it was a waste of my time. I would have been better off doing what I needed to do from a governance perspective, but just that and letting it be, not trying to be perfect, not trying to overachieve on the world's best filing and record keeping. And instead, I could have been spending that time delivering more projects. I could have been spending that time working on my client base, building relationships, building opportunities, winning more work. And once I realised this, it made me reassess everything I was doing. Is this task meaningful or is it just a nice to have or is it busy work with no significant impact? And I started to just cull away at those tasks and focus my time and energy on the important things. The things would move the dial in terms of results for my clients and results for the project. So I invite you to think about this in your own work, right? Where are you focusing your energy and is it where it needs to be? Now, the other part of that is also understanding value from the perspective of your employer or your client or whoever is paying you. Because ultimately, 
They determine your value by how much they are willing to pay you. And most of the time, we make assumptions around what we think is valuable to our employer rather than ever having the frank conversation and asking them. So again, I want you to think about this. Think about your manager. Think about your two-up manager. What are you delivering that they care about? What is it that matters to them? And if you're not sure, ask them. Because the best way to be valuable to someone is to solve their pain points and to achieve outcomes that align with their goals. So don't be afraid to have that conversation and then tailor the work you do and your focus accordingly. I hope you've been enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free Career Confidence Masterclass. This is for ambitious career oriented women who are ready to stop playing small and to confidently create a career you love. Head over to my website, beautifuldisruptions.com for more info. Now let's get back to the episode. And then the final thing I want you to think about in terms of moving the needle forward in your career is your visibility. Now, you can do the most impactful, the most sought after, the most brilliant work in the background, and it might be what your employer or your clients want you to achieve and solves their issues, but if they don't know that you are delivering it, it becomes meaningless. You need to take ownership of the results you are achieving, of the outcomes that you are delivering, and you need to get recognised for them. And this means standing up and taking ownership of what you have done. This is about not deflecting your achievements and your success. Now, I know that a lot of women struggle with this. They hate the idea of self-promotion. But again, I go back to this. You are your biggest asset. And if you're not going to promote yourself and what you are doing and the outcomes you are achieving, then no one else is going to do it for you. So commit to creating visibility around the work you deliver and the impact that that has. Because people actually want to know the wins. They want to know what impact you have. And as visibility increases, you become front of mind for people. People start to think about what you've achieved and what else you can achieve. They start to look for opportunities that align with your skill set and what you've delivered in the past. And they start to think about how they can push you forward as well in order to create more value and more of the results that they want to achieve. And they start to think about how you can be utilized as a resource in other ways that will support and promote the growth and opportunity for the business. So you need to own that and you need to develop a brand around who you are and what you do so that you are front of mind for people both internally within the organisation but also externally as well because you won't know what opportunities are out there until you are willing and daring enough to put your hand up and take ownership for what you've achieved, what you're capable of and explore what is possible for yourself because, again, opportunities are not going to come knocking on your door. People want you to stay doing the job that you're doing well The visibility is around demonstrating the outcomes and the value that you deliver in your unique way. You want to own that and you want to establish a brand and a reputation around that. You want people within the organization to look at you as someone who gets things done and someone that continuously adds value. That's the brand you want to establish and that will not happen on its own. You need to actively cultivate that on an ongoing basis. And your reputation is what will determine the opportunities that you receive, both within your organisation 
and outside of it. So put the time into it. Make it an investment, not only in your career right now, but in your long-term career plan. Because you don't know what opportunities will come when you focus and commit to delivering valuable and impactful work and communicating that with others. And that responsibility, it sits with you. And the sooner you put your hand up and do that, the sooner the opportunities will come. So don't shy away from these conversations. And when you're not sure on how to deliver more value, ask. Ask your clients. Ask your manager. Ask your team. And then fill in the gaps. Figure out how to be the best at what you do and keep up-leveling as you go. Okay, have a beautiful day. I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining me on the Building Up Women in Property podcast. If you'd like to learn more about what I do, head over to Instagram. I'm at Beautiful Disruptions and reach out if you want to connect. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.